Hit Our Music and All Elite Wrestling Podcast for August 13th, 2020 is made possible by leveldowngames.com. Now hit our music. Our music is a weekly All Elite Wrestling podcast brought to you by LevelDownGames.com. I'm Brian, and with me this evening, it is, of course, Dan. What is going on, everybody? Dan, before we jump to the episode this week, I do want to remind everybody, if you would be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us. Leave that five-star rating and a review, so that way Dan and I can keep climbing those charts in AEW podcasting. Uh, there's not that many out there still, so. Yeah, we're going to try to get in the ground floor here. Yeah, it, it's been fun doing this, too. A lot of fun. But I do want to quickly talk before we get to Dynamite. I've been watching the Deadly Draw, which is the women's tournament that's currently going on in AEW. And I know initially when they announced this, we were talking about or speculating that it would just kind of be done throughout the month of August on Dynamite. And while it is being done throughout the month of August, it's not being done on Dynamite. It's currently uploading on YouTube every Monday as its own series at seven o'clock Eastern. So this is just more AEW that we're getting now. So we have this on Monday. We have Dark on Tuesday and we have Dynamite on Wednesday. It's kind of nice. And then, you know, if you, if you watch Being the Elite, those upload every Monday as well. So it's, it's kind of fun with all this content out there right now. Yeah. And then I think Brandy does her own uh, YouTube channel. Shot of Brandy. Yeah. Jessica and I watch that, too. Yeah. Shot of Brandy. So, I mean, we can get you can get all the AEW uh, content your heart desires. And then, of course, hit our music and our Elite Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Add it. But um, what I really like about this women's tournament is some of the unexpected things that have happened during it, like the pairing of Tainari Conti and Anna Jay. Yeah, right. I wasn't aware that they were going to have such great chemistry and like ring awareness together. But those two girls really made a fantastic tag team that has been fun to watch throughout the tournament. Well, and then, you you know, and then Anna Jay had the dark order come out to the ring with her, you know, so you still have that allure. And anytime um, she's asked about it, she's like, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the match. So we still are keeping that whatever dark order uh, mystery uh And I like it. Yeah, I I do, too. And the other thing that I really enjoyed about the Deadly Draw so far was the introduction. And and maybe we've seen her before, but I don't know. Someone out there can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Little Swole. We had Big and Little Swole. And I really enjoyed that as well. Uh, Yeah, I actually did some digging. I guess she's an indie. I guess they because I was, you know, they talked about being sisters and I was like, or are they really sisters? So I I think they really are. No, no, they're not. But they're not. They've wrestled together like in the indie scenes before. So they are familiar with each other and their chemistry uh, cutting those promos when they, you know, when they're doing the interviews backstage and talking to them. I I like the chemistry and I I think that they're a very good uh, women's tag team. 
And then I know you did catch up on the episodes, so you got to see that they did pair Ivelisse and Diamante together, uh, two girls that we've seen wrestle on Dynamite recently. We talked about it, and we talked about how their match was a little sloppy, but they had teamed together like so often in the uh, in the other promotions, like pretty much everywhere. Uh, we got to see them team together again, and you could tell that they definitely work better together as a team. Uh, for sure, and uh, my only gripe with this whole tournament and we talked about it a little bit before we started recording is they said there's going to be random teams and pretty much all the teams we thought would be together except for you know the surprises like you'd said the Anna Jay and Connolita uh everything you know Brandy and Allie what the, did you call her uh I have it wrote down and I can't read my handwriting so uh <laughs> I thought you said like Contalita something like that <laughs> my handwriting is terrible my wife was going through you know because I write notes just you know to help out take on tea Dan there we go. Take on T. I've got it all blurred together. Anyways, my handwriting sucks. Uh, so yeah, that and it, her and Anna J. Um, you know, is really I guess the somewhat of a surprise. But I mean, we got Brandy and Alley, Eva Lee, and Diamante. So yeah, that that's my only gripe with this tournament is that you 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 uh, promoted it as random and it wasn't random, right? Well, I think I, I think they did that so that way we would get like or they could get away with doing some of the surprises like we had with, uh, you know, Ariana Andrews showing up for the tournament. Take on T technically being in the tournament is a surprise. You know, she recently got released from NXT earlier this year. Um, one of the only, I think, NXT performers that's really shown up anywhere else. And she's doing great. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. No, it was like like we said, they had great chemistry and it was a great match. Yeah. And then uh, Dasha, Dasha Fuentes, you know, actually getting to wrestle for the first time in like, man, I don't know how long but it was kind of cool seeing her in the ring as well and not just behind a microphone yeah so. i mean well you know like she, and she genuinely seems surprised and excited about it so that was really cool too um yeah so hopefully that won't be the last time we'll get to see her in a ring yeah hopefully not and we found out that the semifinals are next monday we have big and little swole taking on the nightmare sisters and then eva Lise and diamante taking on tay conti and anna jay it honestly seems like we might be setting up for I, 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 I do think Tay Conti and Anna Jay will make it to the finals. I do. But the other match, I, I can't tell you for sure who's going to win that. Because on one side of the ring, you're going to have Big Swole, who is currently in a hot feud with Britt Baker right now. I mean, they didn't really continue it much actually at all no. on Dynamite this week. But, you know, that is still a very relevant storyline. And, and she is kind of like behind a push right now. But then on the other side of the ring, you have Brandy, who tends to not like to lose. <laughs> and and she has and she has some say. <laughs> well, of course. And, but and also it seems that there may be, um, you know, a little bit of cracks in the foundation is uh, when they were interviewing Brandy kept referring to I, I, I. So, you know, she's kind of being a little, you know, selfish and. And focusing on herself so I don't know if that's gonna cause um you know them to end up losing there may, there, maybe there'll be some jealousy there with Allie I don't know but uh there's a lot of interesting storylines going into this uh tournament and I actually uh like that yeah that's what I mean it's been kind of fun to watch you know they they've kind of sowed the seeds quite well over the last few weeks for all of the stuff that's been set up and after the semifinals next week we found out that the finals will be taking place on uh the 22nd which is that special Saturday Night Dynamite. Next week's Dynamite, actually. Yeah. Which, worth mentioning now, it is still the beginning of the show. Uh, next week's podcast episode will, of course, be delayed. We will be putting the show up late Saturday Night 
night or early Sunday morning. Dan and I are going to watch both Dynamite on Saturday and NXT TakeOver 30 Saturday night and then sit down after both of those shows and record the episode and then put it up. Yeah, that'll actually be fun because I won't have to like worry about going to bed the following day. So it, it'll be looking forward to it. I'll be able to drink and enjoy. Yeah, and, we'll probably be drunk. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be a great <laughs> episode. Uh, so do not miss Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of great episodes, Dynamite Tonight, Dan. Yes. Was another incredible Dynamite. Coming off of a hot Dynamite last week, man. They, what were they, like 922,000 average viewers uh, killed it in the 18 to, you know, the the, the important demo. Did you see the, uh, there was, because there were actual fans in the crowd tonight, a little bit spread out here and there. There was somebody holding up a, a Chris Jericho demo god sign and it said Y18 to 39J instead of Y2J, yeah. Y18 to 39J. And this, and this is why it's so great, you know, even if it's at a small capacity. Having fans right? back, man. Because the creativeness. Yeah, you got yeah. the, the crowd sounds and all that, you know, you got the reaction, the live reactions, and then we don't have to complain about the piped in noise and it being too no much. No piped in crowd noises tonight at all. So, um, and it was, well, it was live, you know, I know that's usually a of gripe course. on the recorded And episodes. that is something that we've talked about. Yeah. The live episodes tend not to have exactly. the crowd noises as much as the non-live versions do, or taped, whatever you want to call them. Which, speaking of, I wonder if, because they are really promoting the crap out of next week's show, I wonder if they are taping that, like, tonight. Like, I wonder if it's taping right now as we sit here and record this, or if maybe they will do it live to make it special. Hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. They, could, is... ha- they could have, like, Miro or somebody show up, like, I mean, I guess you would probably want to try to promote that because it would pull eyes away from TakeOver 30, at least for the first hour. But they could they could start promoting like, you know, someone big is going to show up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they do give that us like a mystery. Maybe try to pull some viewers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they right. should do that. Why the fuck not? <laughs> what do they got to lose? Right. They got nothing. What do they got to lose? to lose, man? Nothing. Everything they're doing right now is sticking. Everything they're doing is working. They are they are hitting on all cylinders. And, and, and AEW has just been so much fun to watch. Um, the tag team appreciation night was tonight, and that meant we had a lot of tag team stuff going on, which is fine. AEW, you know, they're bringing back tag team wrestling. They've been bringing back tag team wrestling to the way that it used to be. It's been so much fun to kind of be along for the journey. But the show opened up with the Young Bucks taking on Stu, don't call me Dick Grayson, <laughs> and Evil Uno from the Dark Order. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it in there one oh, time. Man, it, well, JR had to get it in there, I, I think, know. two or three it's times tonight like, on the show. It's just like he's just like tweaking to get in and he's like I just I gotta say it I gotta say it I gotta say it I gotta say it <laughs> but let me tell you something Dan this is a good fucking match yeah like I really enjoy Stu Grayson and Evil Uno I think they are an incredible tag team I think they are very underrated dude some of the things that they come up with some of their like tag team combination moves some of the things that they're able to do together it's really cool watching them work especially against a tag team like the Young Bucks who are two of the greatest in the world so yeah which we saw we would see uh you know they were kind of interviewing tag teams uh and they interviewed uh hangman page and kenny omega you know who was their greatest tag team and uh, omega said the young bucks so we got to see some younger photos of the young bucks but uh yes yeah, yeah, uh, omega or i'm sorry uh, adam page thinking it was more themselves <laughs> right, exactly he's like well, why isn't it why why isn't it us and then that's when you know and we've joked around you know how they're kind of just two single competitors thrown together with the belts and omega was kind of like but we're like like single combat, like, ah, whatever, you know? So they still have that weird, they're still even keeping the weird tag team
team vibe that they have together going through when they're getting interviewed. But yeah, this is a good way uh, to start off uh, AEW Dynamite. And I know that they touted it as Tag Team Appreciation Night, but seriously, like almost every episode of Dynamite is Tag Team Team Appreciation Night. I mean, there's always tag (laughs) matches. That's why I looked at uh, my wife and I was like, this is really not any different. Um, You know, we always have tag team matches. That's what we love. Uh, These matches are so good. Even when they go, you know, uh, to the eight man, 10, 12 man, you know, for the most part, the the matches are freaking ridiculous. So Yes, exactly. Um, Who else did we, we saw who private party shouted out the Hardy boys, right? Later on in the night. Yeah. We saw some pictures of, uh, of early Hardy stuff. Uh, and then uh, Butcher and the Blade Butcher shouted Blade. out yep. the Legion of Doom yep. or the Road Warriors, whatever you want to call them. And I, I think, think I th- was was that it? I think that was it. And that was, I think that it. was That's it. That's why I said I don't like remember it. any others. They, there could have been so many more, man. Could have could could have shouted out like the Demolition. Uh, Give me man, the, uh, the Freebirds. Uh, the I, I, I know they probably kind of some Bushwhackers. They they probably tried to shy away from some of those guys that are like still deeply tied with WWE. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of the tough thing, right, is, is yeah, because, um, you know, WWE bought out, you know, WCW and all that. So, yeah, I'm sure they were trying to stay away and didn't want to tie themselves too much uh, to WWE. Speaking of, man, uh, Dynamite last week was able to do more in the 18 to 49 demographic than Raw was this past Monday. <laughs> it's, it's getting bad over there. But Raw Underground's here to save the day, Brian. Raw Underground, man. And week two, we had the women going at it this time. Shayna Baszler was in there taking names and kicking ass. Which actually might help her, though. They've really dropped the ball on her. No, it, it, prob- it, it, it probably it, could. I think it'll help her. It probably could. I mean, I feel bad for her. She got up, you know, was was really on fire in NXT, and then <laughs> Vince McMahon did Vince McMahon things. So. Yes, he did. <laughs> Uh, next up on Dynamite Man was a fantastic segment with MJF. And anytime we, we, we talk say, about it, anytime, yeah. anytime MJF is on the microphone, you better listen. And this time, Dan, he did it while laying down in the middle of the ring. Well, and I think they had trouble. They, I, maybe he wasn't laying in the right area. He I know. was not directly in the yeah, middle of the ring. And it, it would have been great if they could have got that over the ring camera really nailed in. I know they had they struggled with it. But well, still. Like that camera can't move up there. So Correct, exactly. it was kind of so on had, him and yeah, then he had to lay in the perfect he was, spot. You know what though? It would have been funny if if he would have been like, "Oh wait, wait, am I not centered up here? Hang on, let me." You know what I mean? Like that would have been a total oh, MJF move. Rolled, but yeah, he could have just rolled it right into the promo. He's just yeah. I don't think he uh, was aware. Pro- he, no, probably not because yeah, he doesn't have an earpiece in, so they probably you know he wasn't able to talk to the producers or whoever. But uh, anyways, yeah, great promo, and then we got to see finally we got to see like Moxley kind of answer back. You know, he's been talking Your all boy this. Boy Mox showed up. Yeah, the only time we saw him tonight actually yeah it was and you know he uh, MJF had his entourage you know his secret service go out you know because usually Moxley comes out through the stands and this time he came actually through the you know the actual real entrance that everybody else uses and beat the shit out of MJF gave him the paradigm came out with his Austin 316 <laughs> vest on and <laughs> came I out think the glass shattered before the, his music hit too drank glass shattered <laughs> drank a couple Budweiser's and hit a couple Stone Cold Stunners while he was in the ring <laughs> but it was finally good to see him answer you know MJS has been talking no, all this of shit course, of so course, it's about time course, we finally yeah. get it so I'm glad that we got some interaction with it so I'd imagine we're going to see MJF next week with a neck brace on I'd imagine he'll be milking yeah, it yeah that to was death. dude that was good stuff like him kind of yelling out my neck yep. my all oh, ward low don't pick me up yep. so I'm sure you know we'll probably see MJF with a black eye somehow and with a neck brace so good yeah he'll be so selling good. it 
They better do that, man. They better do that. <laughs> um, we got an update on Matt Hardy and the blood last week, Dan. We speculated on the show. It was real. Yeah. Holy shit, man. 13 stitches. Some reports came out. Yeah. Matt Hardy had to get 13 stitches. And uh, apparently there were two chairs at ringside, one regular chair and one kind of like gimmicked chair. And Sammy Guevara picked up the wrong chair. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I saw I know Matt Hardy said he's been having like really bad migraines or whatever. So I know they said they weren't able to clear him. I mean, that's just not true, but it's just storyline stuff. So oh, I thought maybe it might be getting hit in the head with a chair like that, man. 13 stitches. Well, Oof. I mean, OK, let's let's put this into perspective. If Dynamite's being taped, Matt Hardy's wrestling right now. So, huh? Yeah, good call. I guess we'll find out next week. <laughs> good call. Rewind. So, yeah, <laughs> that's why because they, they specifically mentioned 10 days, which just happens to be the 22nd. So um, that's why I think it's just a work. But either way, the chair was real that hit Matt Hardy in the head last week and that blood was real. And they're building it into the story now because it seemed like Matt was kind of like inadvertently going in and out of different characters and referring to himself in third and first person sporadically throughout the interview. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was doing a good job of, 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 of doing that. Um, and I loved his shirt, by the way, I'm going to have to snag me. Uh, I got to snag me some new AEW merch, but that's definitely got to yeah, be. Yeah. They've, they've put out some new, really good merchandise lately that I've been looking into. Um, we haven't ordered in a while either, so we might have to do that. Oh uh, yeah. I'm due. I'm due for some new merch. The, the newly finished and much better looking TNT championship was on the line next. I don't know. Did, did you, dude, what'd you think of that? Like, it looks way better now. Uh, yeah, it's definitely got some more shine to it. A little more, I guess, uh, chrome. Uh, looks like an actual legit title now. Yeah, it doesn't look like something I'd buy off a shelf at Walmart. So, much better. Yeah. <laughs> much better. Uh, Cody defending that title against the breaking out of SEU, it would appear. Yeah. Scorpio Sky, he, uh, Speaking of the glass shattering before Moxley came out, he kind of had like a thing where there was a, a door set up in one of the entranceways and he kind of like kicked the door down, which, is, you know, very, very kind of telling and foreshadowing to uh, potentially his career because Scorpio Sky is fantastic. Man. He really is. And if they're finally going to give him a chance to run on like a singles singles run, we, we, you know, we had that match with him and Chris Jericho for the uh, actual title before. But we really see tonight just how good Scorpio Sky is and how good Cody wrote it. Who would Justin Roberts call him? The Prince of uh, the Prince of Pro Wrestling yes. or something like that. Yeah, that's what my exactly. I, my uh, wife looked at me. She's like, did she just call, did he just call him the Prince? I was like, yep, he's so I didn't know if that was uh, a little dig it's gotta or not. Be some sort of inside joke or something yeah. right between between people there that are in the know. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> backstage. I'm sure the guys are probably getting a crack out of it. But this was an incredible match, man. And. And it saw the debut of Mike Kyoto. Legendary referee Mike Kyoto, 30 some plus years. What did Chris Jericho say? 33 years in the business, I think, over there when uh, WWE. I speculated that we would see him last week in place of Eric Bischoff, but just glad to see him in general, man. He's going to bring a lot to that locker room in terms of officiating. Oh, yeah. We we talked about it last week. The, you know, even if he's not going to ref a ton, the experience that he can show the guys is is going to be freaking ridiculous. Yep. It's, it's really cool to see him. You know, he was there for this match. He called the uh, Orange County. Cassidy Chris Jericho yeah, match later event. on in the main event. So it, it looks like he's there to stay, and that's exciting. 
but this was an incredible match, man. I'm excited to see where Scorpio Sky's career is going to go from here because it, it really, man, it, it, it's time. He needs a run. Oh, yeah. He, he's he got great skill, you know, and he even got the, you know, his, uh, his entrance, you know, he gets he gets the pyro, he gets the cool little camera looking yeah. down. So he gets a really cool entrance, you know, so definitely shows that they are uh, all in and they're going to hopefully give him the push that he deserves. And, um, and then on the flip side, right, so Cody, you know, keeps doing these open challenges and he keeps taking these beatings, you know, in his ribs and his back. Like, when is this? He keeps you know, winning. Hey, he keeps he winning. Keeps he did winning. win tonight. He retained. But when isn't he going to win? That's the question. When is he finally going to lose? Next week. You think so? Next week, yeah. You really I think, do. I think, I think the title changes hands next week. Uh, after the match, we found out that uh, Brody Lee would be the next challenger getting the shot on the 22nd, next Saturday. They can't, they cannot have Brody Lee lose to Moxley and then lose to Cody Rhodes. They can't. I mean, very true. Especially with how well they've actually been piping up the Dark Order here lately. I think it's even more uh, time for Brody Lee to get a belt. Uh, Mentioning, mentioning the ribs as they kept doing on commentary tonight. Mentioning the exhaustion of Cody Rhodes. I think they're trying to sow the seeds for the title change next week. Kind of plant those seeds of doubt in the fans at home so it's not as maybe big of a shock when he does lose next week yeah because i mean he's but been fighting all these indie guys next week I, if he uh, doesn't lose man i am going to not be upset but i will be very shocked well we we need a title change somewhere right i mean eventually something's got to happen something's got to change and it's it's got to happen soon so hopefully I guess I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked, but you're you're right. I guess gotta happen. Gotta happen. Brody Lee, new cha- no TNT champion next week. Dan, new TNT champion next week. Speaking of champions, the AEW tag team titles were on the line next. We had Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega defending against Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Another great match. Another great tag team well, match. Do you do you read the cards every time? I'm always you know when the, when Hangman yes, Page and, and Hangman Adam Page always gets usually the best ones. Yes. Did you <laughs> his this week was uh, he needs to borrow money for a new lawnmower? I just that yeah. fucking just made me laugh my ass off. I wonder before they walk. Hey. Adam, what do you want yours to say this week? <laughs> yeah, he, I know. He's probably got a whole list of them, man. That dude, I just, I love Hangman Page. Oh, dude, so good. Entertaining character. And man, I'm just, I'm invested in what's going on between Kenny Omega and Adam Page right now. I'm really invested in the storyline. And honestly, I'm, speaking of title changes, ready for them to drop these tag titles. I am. Yeah. I'm ready to move past them as champions because, you know, they did win tonight. They did retain. But I'm ready for Kenny Omega to ascend to the main event because he's just too good to be stuck in the tag division, man. I want to see these amazing matches that Kenny Omega is capable of doing. Like, I get chills thinking of him wrestling in New Japan. I really do. And there's so many great matches that he has left in his career. I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it. But there's so many great matches he has left in his career. I want to start seeing them. It's time to start seeing them. Uh, Yeah, uh. Um, No, I definitely agree with that. I haven't uh, got to witness a lot of his matches uh, prior to this like you have, so it will be excited to see a different side uh, and see, you know, what he can bring. Um, But I'd also like to see what Hangman Page can do in the singles division too, man. Absolutely, There's a lot of talent there, and it'd be fun to see him, you know, really showcase his singles talent. So for both of those guys, I think it's, you know, it's time to drop the belts and let's move on to singles. 
Yep, 100% agree. 100% agree. Then we had... What, oh, I got, you know what? It might be worth mentioning. We had Santana and Ortiz yes. in the back. I, yeah. I was going to skip over this, no, but we gotta mention we'll mention it. it. They had the uh, the luggage of Trent and Chucky e. T, the best friends, in the showers. Dumping and just kind of dumped their shit all over man. the place and poured bleach on yeah. it. What the fuck, man? I know, Ruined man. Ruined some perfectly good gear. I know, <laughs> and I'm sure Trent's mom probably packed that suitcase nice and neat for Dude, him. man, packed it nice and tight. I, I saw some medicine bottles flopping out yeah. of one of them. Like, I mean, man, last you know, week it was those weren't van. anything, you know, like like heart medicines. You know, I have high blood pressure. I take my medicine every day. Hopefully it's nothing like that. You don't bleach on that. It's not good anymore. No, <laughs> no, man. But, you know, last week we ruined Trent Mom's van. They said they actually, but I guess they got some pretty good money for the tires. They said they sold them for a pretty yeah. good price. So I, I think it's a, it's a great storyline. Uh, you know, again, it, it's a lot of fun. It'll be curious to see where this goes. And uh, we'll next, you know, the ball is now in the best friend's court. So we should get an answer probably. Probably next Saturday night, I right? Would I would imagine so. so. I would I would imagine. I think the highlight of the night was next for me, Dan. We had the official tag team appreciation ceremony. We had FTR, the Young Bucks, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, you know, the former Brainbusters, and then of course the Rock and Roll Express um out there with just, you know, just showing the love for tag team wrestling. And a lot of what these guys were saying, man, it was really cool kind of hearing them talk and show the love for the Rock and Roll Express and the Brain Busters. Like, I'm, I'm, I really enjoyed this segment. I enjoyed everything about this segment, including the end of the segment as well. Well, yeah, I, I was very curious to know where this was going to go because, you know, FTR was being way too nice um, <laughs> for their, you know, their characters. But it was, I'm sure it was really cool for the FTR and Young Bucks to be out there and kind of just, you know, voice, uh, you know, their appreciation for what they've done to the tag division and, you know, led it to where they're at. So, yeah, the ending was was very good. Um Tully kind of jumped on the mic yeah, man. telling both telling both the Young Bucks and FTR that they can't, you know, because Arn Anderson said, you know, I consider FTR kind of, the, you know, the best tag team in the world, the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, I think it was Ricky Morton. Uh, he's the one with the long blonde yes. bleached out hair, I believe. Yeah, he was the one was doing Ricky all Morton. the talking on the mic. Um I, you know, he was like, you know, we consider me, me and my, me and my partner. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Is it Bobby? Brian, Rock you know I'm bad with names. Express. Bob, These guys it's are not on Bobby commercials Eaton. here locally, though. There, there's a uh, uh, HVAC. Robert Gibson. Robert and Gibson. They're always on the TV commercials here promoting a local uh, place. Well, I think they're like based down there. They are. Yeah, a lot of these I guys. They've always been based out of the Carolinas. Yeah, Carolinas. Or maybe, are maybe huge. Tennessee or something. Yeah, I don't know, somewhere around there. But uh, Ricky and Robert, that's it. Robert Gibson, Ricky Morton. I was right, Ricky Morton, the one with the long blonde hair. But they were kind of talking about how the Young Bucks are the greatest tag team in the world, which I, I probably do agree with. I think the Young Bucks probably are the best. Really? But Tully, I do. Yeah, I think the Young Bucks are probably the best. Um, Tully jumps on the mic, though, and says neither one of them are the best. Because they don't have the titles. And you can't say you're the best if you don't have the titles. So Sean Spears starts slowly coming yeah, down to the ring. Yeah, I like this. Arn Anderson kind of like, you know what, I see what you're doing, kind of bows <laughs> yep, out. exactly, I'm out. And then, uh, you know, things, you know, they, they totally leaves Sean Spears. Nothing really happened yet. But then FTR attacked the Rock and Roll Express. Well, he faked his Dax fake, faked his knee injury, right? Knee he had injury, knee yeah, faked the knee injury. Kind of fooled everybody. And we had some interesting stuff happen at the end. We had uh, Hangman Page. We had Kenny Omega come down. With a whiskey drink in his hand, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 
but he kind of just looked at FDR. I was like, "What are you guys doing?" Like, yeah, what are, right. Like, Even like, he thought they he, crossed he, the he line. He wasn't like mad. If you if you noticed, like, no. he was the one that kind of walked over to FTR. It's like you know, like what what's going on? Yeah, it was like a, like what the he fuck? could technically still be tied to this Four Horsemen revival if if they do it right. I hope so. It kind of makes me think maybe he's not involved now. I do still think FTR is involved. Obviously, Sean Spears is involved. But, dude, I'm just excited to see where this goes. I love this every time they do it. This is clearly still all just building up to this big Young Bucks versus FTR match. Uh, like I said, I've been a, I've been along for the ride since we talked oh, about course, it yeah. so many weeks ago. And it's paying off. I, I'm just I'm invested. I'm here for it. Yeah, I like you said, I'm excited to see where it's going. And this, I feel like this is like the closest we've got with all of them in the ring together. Yes. Know? So, yes, yes. yeah, we're getting, I feel like we're getting one step uh, closer to finding out where one this step is going. closer to the edge. And Dan's about to break. And I'm about he to needs break. a little room to breathe. Oh, man. <laughs> Rock out to some Lincoln Park. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, then we had a quick women's match. We had Hikaru Shida taking on Heather Monroe. Uh, Heather Monroe, <laughs> I exactly. I'm not familiar with her. <laughs> Look, she they they said on the card that she was making her AEW debut. So clearly, not even somebody from Dark. I, I'm not sure who this is. No, me um, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find out eventually. Someone will do some digging. I did not do that digging before we sat down to record the show, but somebody will. Uh, either way, Hikaru Shida quickly picked up the victory. And just kind of said, I'm waiting for someone. Bring it on. Like, where's the challenge? Give me somebody. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Who's her opponent going to be at All Out? That's the interesting thing. Right. Who makes sense? That's that's like where I'm trying to think. And I can't think of anybody Because everybody's right injured. Now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, it's crazy. Everybody's injured. So who knows? Uh, I'm looking now to see because they usually post the rankings before Dynamite airs. I'm looking to see who's ranked number one this week for the women. Let's see. Number one for the women. It, oh, it's still Nyla Rose. Okay, Nyla Rose is still number one this week. Uh, Big Swole, number two. Penelope Ford, number three. Abaddon, number four. And Britt Baker, number five. Okay. Abaddon, speaking of her. Sorry, I was taking a drink. This week brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Abaddon's been picking up some victories on AEW Dark. She's currently three and one. Oh, wow. Good for her. Okay. I, I really need to carve out some time and start watching these Darks. Well, if you quit playing shitty games like Damn Warzone. It, and man. Throwing heat. Well, well, see, why play a game if you're bad at it? I get that you wow. like it and it's fun. Wow. But you suck at it. Move throwing on shade. to games. I was kidding. <laughs> Holy shit. Shit's getting deep. Move on to games that you're better at. <laughs> I'll need to dust off the Nintendo and the SNES because that's the last time I was good at video games. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Dark Man, Lance Archer's been picking up some victories as well. He's currently ranked number two for the men. I know, but he needs to be on Dynamite, man. Well, he was... Okay, let, let's just jump well, to Lance Archer oh, for yeah. a second. He was there tonight. He was there tonight. He was in the back beating up some nobodies in the locker room while Jake Roberts was, you know, delivering a good promo. But then he ripped off Jake's know, shirt and like, kind of had, on. like, everybody dies on his back. So is he getting a little fed up with Jake Roberts now? Yeah, I don't know. There's, yeah. Like, okay, here's the issue. Like, you can't pair these guys with managers and then not do anything with them. Right. Because now they're just starting to retread water and retread storylines like, you know, Lance Archer getting pissed with Jake Roberts, Brian Cage getting pissed with Taz. I'm sure Nyla Rose is going to get pissed with Vicky Guerrero at some point. Like, it's just Cody getting pissed with Arn Anderson is probably going to happen at some point. Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard already have had some back and forth stuff. <laughs> yes, they like, have. it's the same thing that they keep doing over and over and over again. <laughs> 
<laughs> you give somebody a manager, they're on fire for a bit, and then they cool off, and then it's like, well, let's just put them in a storyline where they blame their manager, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, Lance Archer had a lot of uh, momentum, and then he lost to Cody Rhodes. So. Oh, look at that. That was the next segment anyway. We didn't even jump ahead. Look at that. That was the next segment. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect timing here. We're really getting our momentum, our chemistry together. We're, we're getting it down, man. We're getting it down. We're getting better every week. Some may say we still suck, though. Some may say we still suck. I tell you that every time you're on Twitter. Yeah, you or, I'm sorry, you Twitch. You remind me every day. Yeah, not, not Twitter. You don't use Twitter that often. I try to, man. I try to. None of us do. We need to use it more often. We do. <laughs> Go follow us. Interact with us on Wednesdays. Yeah, do so. Jump in our Discord. Interact there, too. Yeah. But that takes us to the main event. Chris Jericho taking on Orange Cassidy. Both best friends and the inner circle were banned from ringside, though it didn't matter as well. I'm Never sure get does. to later on in the night. <laughs> Never does. Jake, Jake Hager still found a way to come down and uh, and, and make a statement. <laughs> yeah, and I thought that was might have been it. Uh, might have been it, yeah, but it wasn't. No, it was wasn't. not. Now, I will say this was not a very long main event. They only gave them like 15 minutes, and I want to say half of that was probably like a commercial break of some sort. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do those picture-in-picture things. Yeah, you know, the they PIPs do a pretty good with job the, the, ha- the secret hashtags that you can uh, be tweeting out now. I to try every week, pride, which, I, which I see every time they pop one up, you, you tweet it out. I'm trying, dude. <laughs> I'm trying to get that freaking one-on-one with uh, AEW talent, man. <laughs> Shoot your like, hey, I don't even need to talk to you. Just listen to this. Tell me what you think, please. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I plug the podcast, man. Like, listen to this. Who can you give this to high up in AEW? Right. Help us out. Help us out. No, I was kidding. $7,000 on the line in this match, Dan. Jacket gets more orange. Jacket was definitely more orange than last week. They used a lot of spray paint over the last seven days. <laughs> oh, man. But if Orange Cassidy were to lose this match, you would have to pay for that $7,000 jacket. But he did not lose, surprisingly. I I wasn't impressed with, like, the end of the match. I, I felt like maybe there was, like, a mistiming somewhere. That's what I wasn't it, it, sure. It almost, it almost looked and felt weird. Yeah. It was but some, I, they were I using, like, mousetrap. what they trap. were doing there. Yeah. They were, they, uh, I can't remember who referred to it as, like, a mousetrap pin or something. He had, like, his leg, like, he was pinning him. He had him, like, rolled up. He was up. pretty much, like, pinning and holding him down at the same time. Yeah. And he had his, like, leg wrapped around his legs where Jericho couldn't kick out. It, it, I, that's Maybe it was just because it's a move we don't see a whole lot. It was like it felt like a bit of a weird finish, but uh, I'm glad that Cassidy won. Um, this will do huge, you know, keeps the Cassidy momentum going. Uh, it was really cool to see that. Yeah, and it was cool to see Chris Jericho, you know, like taking that loss and doing a huge thing for Orange Cassidy's career. Somebody that is going to be a massive star in AEW. And, you know, cool to see Mike Chioda getting involved in this match. You know, Jericho trying to do the distraction kind of told him, hey, remember he called Kiki? Hey, Kiki. Yeah, 25 years ago. Remember yeah. when I saved your job all the way back when? I can do it again, but this time I'll do it in AEW. I'll get you a job. You just, when the time is right, call it down the middle. <laughs> Uh, did not happen though. No, it was it was it was good. It was an entertaining, uh, you know, and you know, Mike Yoda getting uh, you know, the baseball bat, you know, trying to get him to turn away, and then yanks the baseball bat out of his hand, and then we have best friends in Santa Ortiz up top, you know, to help kind of distract, and then that's when we talked about Hager comes in. So, you know, the end of the match, you know, it got hectic, like I said, with the weird pin or whatever. But again, glad to see Cassie win. So, you know, is this going to be the end for them, or are they going to continue? 
I I have to think this is probably the blow off match for their feud. I, I don't know if they could go to a third match. Does it? I don't think it needs to. No, it doesn't. I don't I, think it. I don't, I don't think it needs to. I think both these guys can move on, kind of do something different. Uh, I, I I really hope this doesn't lead to a third match at all out. It could, but I hope it doesn't. No, and then I mean, because now it seems like the focus is going to be you know Santana and Ortiz and best friends. You know that's where that you know the so uh, it'll be curious to see what they do next with both of them. But I'll be very uh, looking forward to what they do with Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely looking forward to that. But it's time to pick a rating, a star rating for this week's Dynamite, Dan. I think you went first last week. I'll go first this week. I am stuck on it. Third week in a row. Straight four stars. I am going four stars as well. Okay. I think they, like I said, they've been on, they've been on a a hot streak recently, but, but nothing's really like ascended past that four for me yet. I'm liking it. I'm really invested. I'm loving everything about it. I, I, dude, I, I'm, I'm invested in pretty much everything that they're doing right now. So they, they are definitely hitting on all cylinders, as I said earlier, and, and making all the right moves for someone like me who has just been completely enjoying this. No, I mean, again, it's it's something I look forward to, you know, that we, we talk about. We're always talking about next week. You know, we're always looking forward to next week or two weeks sometimes, you know, with some of these matches and stories. And yeah, I'm completely hooked. They got me on the edge of the seat. You know, we talk about how many storylines, where are they going with this? And that's nice to know. Because there's other programs out there, you kind of know where they're going. So it's nice to kind of have those, you know, the conversations we can have here and be like, you know, you think this, I think that. It's nice to speculate and it's nice to have these. So it's great. Agreed. And speaking of looking forward to next week, we already know all six matches that will be taking place next Saturday night at 6 p.m. Eastern. Or, as they did mention, immediately following the NBA playoffs. If the playoffs do, like, run over, then Dynamite will be be preempted until they end so hopefully they'll start on time at six but they may or may not uh ftr will be taking on private party in a tag team match that should be fun six man tag we have the elite the young bucks and kenny omega taking on alex reynolds john silver and alan angels from the dark order we'll have the finals for the women's tag team cup tournament darby allen in action against somebody they didn't say who no they didn't did they he'll be uh he'll be wrestling somebody uh they'll what is this? An eight-man tag. Lucha Brothers, The Butcher and the Blade taking on Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Cutie Marshall, and Dustin Rhodes, the Nightmare Family. That'll be fun. Yeah, we haven't seen that'll the Lucha Brothers in a while. Yeah, that'll be chaotic. That'll be fun. And then what I assume to be the main event for the TNT Championship, Cody will be defending against Mr. Brody Lee. And I'm telling you right now, title change in hands next week. I mean, we need something. Happen. I mean, because that'll be depending on... If the episode starts on time or gets pushed back because of the playoffs, you know, that match will be going up against uh, uh, NXT. Karrion Cross and Keith Lee. I think that was confirmed tonight to be the uh, title match for TakeOver 30. So, okay. I think Keith Lee got hit by a fireball or something tonight. I read. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, jeez. Sh- yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking fireballs. So, yeah, just a reminder. I know we mentioned it a few times, but we will not be with you at our normal day next week. We will not be posting the show on Thursday. We will be back next Saturday night or Sunday morning after Dynamite on the 22nd and after TakeOver 30. Dan and I will sit down, probably drunk, and uh, probably still we will be drinking during the episode, but we'll record Hell some thoughts yeah. on both shows and, uh, and and we'll put that up next weekend. But for now, I think you and I have stuck around in this virtual ring quite long enough. Yep, let's uh, hot tag out of here. 
All right, man. Well, we want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of Hit Our Music, an all-elite wrestling podcast made possible by leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop in over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. My PC, Dan, is currently in transit through FedEx. It should be here no later than next Monday, the 17th, which means... I'll be back on Twitch really, really fucking soon. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm chasing them Fall Guys dubs, them crowns. Yeah, I'm really good at that game. I'm all right. I, I seem to lose on the team games. I, I am not. I won four out of six matches the other night. <laughs> Jeez, man. I, I seem, I'm usually on yellow team and I always lose and it pisses me off. It's because yellow is the color of piss. Yeah, it sucks. So. <laughs> Dan, speaking of someone that is on Twitch still currently, yes. if they want to check you out, where can they? Twitch.tv forward slash crazed11, K-R-A-I-Z-D-1-1. Yeah, come over, hang out, have a good time. And then, yeah, we'll be, uh, I'm sure we'll probably be uh, playing together, maybe streaming together. Uh, yeah, so. Dan, will, Dan will end his streams and then tell you, I'll be back tomorrow, guys, probably somewhere around six or so, and then he won't show up. Yeah, I did not stream today. Uh, <laughs> got off work a little later than usual, so. I'm going to make it up. I usually don't stream. I, but you 12, know what hours, I should... 12 hour stream tomorrow. Oh my God. No way. I'm telling you what, man. I, 4 I had that... p.m. to 4 a.m. And then you just sleep for an hour, get back up at five and go to work. There's there's no way. I'd be miserable. I had a hard time this, you know, this Aren't past you Friday. <laughs> wow. I had uh, this past Friday, that 12 hour stream, man. And I was a zombie for the rest of the weekend. I can't do it like I could in my, in my early 20s, man. Now that I'm mid 30s, it really takes a toll on you. Listen to me <laughs> sounding like an old man over here. I ain't as good as I once was. <laughs> so I just keep hearing as you're talking. Oh, man. <laughs> just showing my age. Ugh, stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Dan already mentioned it, but check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Those are the places to, to do so. And of course, all of those links are in the description box, including a link to our Discord server. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Theme song of the week this week does go to me. Last week, you picked um, Matt Cardona's new theme. And this week, I, because of the ongoing AEW Women's, what is it, the Deadly Draw tournament? I almost forgot the name of it for a second. The Deadly Draw. <laughs> because of that, I was reminded how good Anna Jay's theme song actually is. So to close out the show this week, our theme song of the week is Anna Jay. Now hit the music. Oh, yeah. 